listening to SBS on the Money with Ricardo Gonsalves. It's a daily 10-minute business and finance news wrap for this Friday, the 10th of March. 2023, we are starting with the Australian share market, which had its worst one-day fall since September 2022. The ASX 200 down by 2.3%, 7,144, and it follows fears out of the US. There's some employment data released later tonight, which, if better than expected, may mean even higher interest rates for the US. But there are also fears of a potential collapse of a US bank. It's a niche bank, but there are concerns nonetheless. For more, I spoke earlier with Carl Kapalinga from Think Markets. Yeah, look, definitely the key driving factors for the Australian market today stemmed out of moves in the US overnight. Initially, we had a little bit of weaker data than expected. The uh, weekly jobless claims rose above 200,000, but that actually allowed markets to rally a little bit. This uh, bad news is good news on the hope that the Fed might slow down their rate of interest rate increases. But all of that was cast aside. Really, it came back down to fears of creditworthiness, fears of contagion in the financial system. And we haven't really spoken those two phrases probably back since the GFC. The Silicon Valley Bank, which is a bit of a niche lender to your tech startups and many of the venture capitalists who invest in them, uh, there were some concerns. So rumours going around that certain fund managers were pulling assets out of the bank, rumours that the bank would have to recapitalise. Um, it, you know, it's, it, it's quite a large bank, about $200 billion worth in, of assets, In to put it into perspective, about one-tenth the size of JP Morgan. So nothing to be sneezed at. And the big fear from this, Ricardo, comes not so much for what happens uh, to Silicon Valley Bank itself, but who has exposure to them and then the knock-on effects, who has exposure to them and so on. So how is all of that being reflected in our share market today? Just how big has our sell-off been? Yeah, look, order of magnitude, uh, just over 2%, but the bank have been hardest hit there down just over three percent but nothing really has been spared i should say look gold is up a little bit and that's mainly because uh, overnight yields did come down that does help gold itself but there's a little bit of um, flight to safety going on there the bottom line is and i know it's the oldest saying in the book markets don't like uncertainty and we got a massive dose of that last night unfortunately Okay, what about the market in terms of what it expects with interest rates? Is it still betting that the RBA will potentially take a breather and pause in April now? Yeah, it is. Look, and even more so, I think, you know, at the start of the week, we were about 50-50 if you look at how the um, futures markets were placed for a 25 basis point hike versus a pause. That shifted a little bit after the Reserve Bank meeting and statement earlier in the week. So we're now sort of skewing more towards a pause. We're about 60% uh, predicting a pause at about 40% predicting a 25 basis point hike. And if you look at where that terminal rate is, the all-important terminal rate, the market's now betting that's going to be closer to 4% than the 4.2% at the start of the week. So doing the maths, we're at 36 Somehow the market thinks we're going to get to 3.4. So there's really maybe one, one and a half rate hikes to come. Okay, so in this environment where we're still seeing interest rates uh, rise, though, where are the opportunities for investors? I oh, look, that, that's a tough one. That's a million-dollar question on a day like this where everything's getting belted. And, look, you know, buying the dip has been a reliable strategy for the last 12 to 18 months, to be fair, for Australian investors. Um, they might be looking at the banks in particular. And a bank 
banking stocks, we said the market was down a few percent today, but banks are down about 10% from their February highs. And that is even adding back some dividends. I don't think that makes them cheap. I think uh, this is the key message here. They're just less expensive. Now, for the banks were to fall another 10% or so, then I definitely that, think that puts them in the cheap basket from a valuation perspective. The other place that I think you can look is resources. Look, we've had some really good data out of China this, this week and last, both in terms of their growth and their inflation numbers. And I think that facilitates Beijing to go a little bit harder on the throttle there in terms of growth. So I'm still focused more on the big miners there, your BHPs, your Rios, even your Fortescues, uh, as the iron ore price continues to rise. Final thing, we haven't spoken much about Bitcoin lately, although it has fallen to below 20,000 US for the first time since January overnight. It follows a, a big slide over the past few days. Why and what's your take on the crypto market at the moment? Look, there are probably three factors here. The first one is uh, Bitcoin doesn't really like it when yields go up and short term yields in the US in particular have been rising sharply. So that certainly undermines uh, just Bitcoin in general as as a as a store of value. Uh, the other the other main item, of course, is the fact that Bitcoin is generally lumped in with the risk on assets, so your um, your technology shares shares in general, and they've been having a tough time of late. We just spoke about why. And the third reason is uh, just just this continually um, nagging uh, fallout, really, from what started middle of last year with the lunar collapse and then flowing through recently to FTX and more recently Silvergate as well. So uh, we've talked a lot, a lot about collapses today, but unfortunately, uh, when you have these prolonged periods of ex excess, you're then prone to uh, bouts of, um, of things coming down, falling down on themselves. And Bitcoin, I think, is beholden uh, to the uncertainty, the fear and the doubt that all of this causes. That's Carl Kapalinga there from Think Markets. This SBS On The Money podcast is provided for informational purposes only. The content on this podcast should not be understood as constituting advice or a recommendation. It is not personal advice and does not consider your personal circumstances or objectives. You should contact a licensed professional before making any financial decision. Music.